Hey, welcome to the Critical View, where we fix and give our opinions on. If we haven't talked about it, it hasn't been talked about. If we haven't reviewed it, it hasn't been reviewed. If we haven't discussed it, it hasn't been discussed. So I welcome you to the Critical View. All opinions and your thoughts are welcome. Please comment in the comment section and welcome to today's episode. Welcome back to another great episode of Critical View. I'm here with a special guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Chanel, and I'm the host of Black Hippie Lounge Podcast. Okay. So this is a collaboration. Been looking forward to this for a long time. Um, so you said your podcast. So what? when did you start uh, your podcast? Um, I started in 2020 like during the pandemic okay and what what was like some of your um motivations if Mm -hmm. um i would say just kind of just having that free time um to to do something different um at that time that's when i kind of started listening to podcasts and um so my podcast is about mental health and spirituality in the black and brown community. And at that time I was working in public health in school systems. So just came, we just dealt with a lot of like mental health stuff. So, um, yeah, I just felt like, all right, I could, um, explore trying to do a podcast. And then I just kind of started and been doing it since then. Okay. So let's see. You've been doing it since 2020. So would you like what is what is one of the funnest episodes that you've done so far, would you say? Mm, the funnest probably be like I, I love doing the interviews just because um <laughs> it's good to like have other people create conversation. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> like it, it, like like you know, you want to do it. You're you can do it either way, and you could you know great give great content regardless. But it's just like for me, conversation is like therapy. Like I'm getting some something from it, like internally. You know what I'm saying? I love to have great conversation. I love to have a conversation that can be educating, mm-hmm. liberating, and refreshing. And I learn. I I love to learn as well. So right, yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So I feel like a lot of the episodes I've done um, interviews for have been the most fun for me, uh, especially when it's like people I really know. Like I've had my brother on there. Okay. Uh, I've had some like my best friends on there. So I feel I feel like those are the episodes that I had the most. Fun. Okay. Yeah. So what has been like? Have you ever had like a emotional episode, like something that you know? touched you and or moved you to be you know very vulnerable mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think i mean i've never like haven't gotten like super emotional to like cry but i definitely feel like there have been episodes um where i've definitely been vulnerable and and um about my personal life whether it be about dating um or even just like I would say this year has been a very vulnerable um time period for me and to do episodes just because I'm dealing with 
a lot of uh, personal stuff as far as like unemployment. Like I've mm-hmm. I lost my job. Um, well, my job was like I've been laid off since okay. March. So that was um something that I kind of went back and forth with if I wanted to share on the episode, but I also oh. knew that like a lot of people appreciate you being vulnerable as a as a host so um and it was good because then i ended up having people that's how i ended up getting more followers and connecting with more people who were dealing with the same thing and i was able to like share my story and like my tips and like get tips from other people too absolutely and and i when i i listen to your podcast and i I gotta i gotta admit i'm a fan like listen i was listening (laughs) to it i'm really a fan like i forgot which one I, i believe I don't want to say what her title was because I don't know exactly what it was, but she was basically like the intimacy, the intimacy expert lady. What was her? Oh name? yes, yeah, I... like that was she really, she really was like y'all was really getting into it. Like yeah. that, was, that episode was, it was yeah, that was a good one, y'all. So what's so what's the name of your podcast again? Black Hippie Lounge. Okay, yeah, Black Hippie Lounge. Y'all definitely go follow it, share it, listen to. All the episodes from the beginning. Look, don't start at the end. Yeah. And then fall in love with it. And then we want we want new episode. No, go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Go and show love from every episode. Then therefore that's gonna give you like, like you, you can binge listen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't cheat this lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Out here working hard, giving y'all great content. So therefore. Y'all need to go ahead and support and, you know, give her her just due. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and and here, you know, we, we lighthearted. We we really don't have a structure, but we have like a organized chaos mm-hmm. uh, kind of vibe. You know, we know, yeah. too, so, you know, we might ask you some questions. You feel free to answer, don't answer, you know, whatever. But I'll probably might answer, ask you again if you don't answer. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> okay. So where are you originally from? Boston. Okay, Boston, mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Yes. How how was that? How was how's it been from Boston? Uh I mean it's cold up here. Um growing up, I feel like I've never necessarily like I don't know, I feel like I I love being from Boston, but at the same time, like I don't like living here or being here. And I think it's just because like once I graduated high school, I went to school in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. from that, like, since I was like 17, 18, I've always lived like out of state uh, for the most mm-hmm. part. So coming back home, like, it's not been bad, but it's like, I'm ready to leave again, just because I think when you experience living other places, sometimes like, you see something different and you're like, all right, I no longer want to be where I'm from or live there. You know what I mean? So I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with Boston. Like, it's good. There are good things about it, but I'm also not a fan of snow and cold weather, so that's why oh, one yeah. of the main reasons why I don't like being <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what school did you go to in North Carolina? Um, I went to Winston-Salem State. Okay, you ran? Okay. Yeah. I, I messed with the Rams. The Rams I, I, I definitely messed with the Rams. How was that? How was the HBCU like? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I made a lot of, like, good connections. People that I still talk to to this day. Um, It was just, like, it's different. It's different. It was different going there because, obviously, like, 
it's such a like the north and the south are such different places totally different. and going to an uh school where it's like all black like the teachers are black the staff uh-huh. is black like everyone is in school and like doing their thing like that's it's such a different experience so um yeah i i had a i had a really great time like i said i i really enjoyed my time there and i like north carolina like it was pretty fun there it was pretty cool okay so was that like your ideal like going out of you know graduate from high school mm-hmm. was it where, like were you like yo i would go i wouldn't just want to go to college or were you like you know what i want that hbcu experience or was it just like a mixture it was a mixture. So I would say, honestly, I didn't like growing up or like when I was in like freshman, sophomore year of high school, I didn't know anything about HBCUs just because they don't have those up here. But um, my mom sent me on a black college tour when okay. I was in high school, like my junior Shout year. Shout out to mom. Yeah. And we went to like, I don't even know how many colleges. We went to like a lot of them um, like during okay. our break. And so- okay that's when I was exposed to the different colleges and just like in the different places. And like, I was just like, well, this is really, this is really cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like seeing the bands and like just the campuses and like being into interact with people. Um, that's where I was like, you know what? I could see myself going to a school here. And before that, I really didn't even think about college like that. Like I just wasn't sure, but I feel like that, open my eyes to like be like all right i gotta get serious about my grades and like i want to mm-hmm. go here so yeah okay so what was what was freshman year like like when you first when you was it was it like a culture shock or was it like yo i'm home like was it yeah like because it only be one of the two i want to say it's it was a mix of both i only say that because again like growing up in the north is very different than what it was like what I was exposed to down South and just the things that they were used to do. Like, you know, it's like not saying it's complete polar opposites, but there are a lot of things that it's just a faster way to live up here. Yeah. And um, just being used to like everything being so slowed down and the accents, like the mix of accents, because when I went to Winston-Salem, like it wasn't just people from North Carolina. It's like people like, you're all right. over and some of those yeah. accents like i'm not gonna lie like i really wasn't understanding <laughs> what oh, people yeah, were I get saying it. I get it. it's, it's like a melt melting pot yeah. yeah yeah and then it's just like you know just it's it was a combination of that plus being on your own like being on my own at that you know just the first time being away from home and being so far away from home and just having to figure everything out like that was a different experience Okay, so what would you, you now, what would you tell your 18-year-old self when you were a freshman about to start college? Like, what advice would you give yourself? Oh, gosh, so much. (laughs) (laughs) So much. I would definitely be, like, telling myself, focus on the, so focus on your books. Like, focus on your classes and your grades and like it's important to have fun and meet people but mm-hmm. like your priority has to be your your grades and your in your books and stuff and um i probably would have pushed myself to join something at school like a, a club or like a, a sports team or something um 
just to get kind of get more involved in the school and like meet okay. different people. Um, but at the same time, I feel like I'm very much a believer that everything happens for a reason, like mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to. So, um, at the same time, like I don't regret the way that I, you know, was in freshman year, just because mm-hmm. it was it was a learning experience. Okay, so. Like, what is something that you learned from freshman to senior that you didn't expect? Like, what's something that happened, good, bad, indifferent, positive, negative, that you just, you know what I'm saying? That you mm-hmm. know, like, it's changed. Mm. That that has changed? Yeah, that changed. Like, from when you were a freshman, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of course, you might have been naive. You know what I mean? But yeah. when you were it was just like, yeah. Uh, now I get it. You know what I'm saying? But now you about to leave. So it's like, you really can't apply that, but you can apply that somewhere else in life. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Again, I would say going back to like paying attention to how classes work and Mm -hmm. um, paying attention to what courses you have to take to graduate. um, Kind of planning that a little bit better. Um, I would say def- definitely doing that. Like, I remember there was a girl who, you know, she was taking a lot of classes um, freshman year. Um, and I was like, okay, that's that's excessive. But, like, now I think at that was a senior, I'm like, man, if I had done that, mm-hmm. you could have graduated earlier or it could have just made things a little bit easier for you, um, you know, as you got to the end. But other than that, I would say... Just, like, being financially smart, like, as far as, like, books and stuff like that, like, learning different ways to save with your books, like, feeling like you don't, like, you don't have to buy your books. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, there are other ways to to be able to do that or, like, brainstorming of, like, how you can maybe connect with people that are in your class um, to get the book together kind of thing, renting books, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I feel like it's kind of tough because like when we went to school freshman year, like obviously things changed during that time too. Like the thing, the way that things are now for college students wasn't necessarily how it was when we went, when I went to school then, you know what I mean? Like, okay. so uh, obviously things change and become more easier, but um, yeah, I would say that just like that. And then just like networking, like very get be very good on like networking um, with teachers or just figuring out like what you want to do when you graduate and then figuring out how who to network to get you there. Because um, I remember people saying that like it's important to network, but mm-hmm. it really is like if you can start freshman year, definitely do so. Because when you become a senior, if you're already connected with people, then it's probably easier to get a job, too. Okay, so it's about knowing people. It's who you know, not necessarily what you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. Okay, so did you date? What 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 was the dating life like? I mean, you. I'm not listen. I'm no disrespect. Mm-hmm. I know Boston is a little bit mixed, but when you come down here, yeah, <laughs> I know. You life like what was the dating like? Yeah, I know. Actually, before I answer that, where are you from, North Carolina? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I'm- <laughs> where are you from in North Carolina? Right up the street from where you went. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I know. Like, that's oh, what I know. Gotcha. I know, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. That makes sense. Okay. So I would say for, you said for dating, right? I definitely, yeah. I definitely was dating. I feel like um, it was definitely different for me because 
coming to again like i had went to school up here and it was mm-hmm. there are black people here but it's not like the same yeah. as it was down there um it's like and i feel I, i'll backtrack i would say i feel like no matter where you go to school like when you go to school it's yeah. just uh, so many people to choose from you know what i mean so it's like <laughs> that's just how it is in college like you get there and it's just like you know there's a variety of people to date yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that um but I would say that I met a lot of people, like a lot of men and women, but just like as far as dating, mm-hmm. like I met a, diff- a lot of different guys from all over. Um, and it was, I, I would say it was not a bad experience for me. I feel like I connected with a lot of people like off the bat. Um, and at that time, uh, I hope I'm not dating myself, but that was like when Facebook first came out, like Facebook okay. and there was this other um thing called zuka i think but it was like a way the zuka one like you could it was kind of like i guess it was like a a dating app before dating apps really started because Mm -hmm. you could kind of make a profile like facebook and then people could like you and match with you and then kind of go from there like if you wanted to connect so i feel like that was a big thing that people were doing and then like facebook and then just being out and about, like on campus, you met people or in classes and stuff like that. So, I def- my experience, I feel like it was good. Like I connected with a lot of people. I met, I dated a few people, and it was good. Like I, I learned a lot. You didn't wind up getting married or engaged in college, did you? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, yeah. so. They end up, you know, married, engaged, find a new person. I mean, it, it, it happens. <laughs> okay, so let's see. How old are you? I'm 36. Okay, okay. So now I because when you said Facebook came, I was like, hold on, Facebook. So okay, I'm yeah. gonna do the math, my brain. Okay, so what did what did you end up getting a degree in? Um, psychology. Okay, I like psychology. What part of psychology? Human psychology. Yeah. I, I just felt it. Like I, I don't know. Like you, you seem like you could, you could uh, peel back some layers. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I, from hearing you talking and listening to you do your episodes, mm-hmm. I could tell. Like yeah, you're like a um, observant. Like you're an observant listener. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's see. So you know, you say you got laid off. So what? What? What is your? What is your game plan now? Are you gonna focus on you know your podcast and, and taking that to the next level or I mean what, what's your next step yeah I definitely I'm trying to do a balance of both I'm trying to get back into you know working um I actually was trying to to work to move to North Carolina I wanted to come back Hey, come we, we have listen, come to, listen. I know, but it's so hard to get a job down there. That's the thing. not necessarily. Not that, listen. Well, I mean, I, hey, look, if you got the connects, let me know because I've been applying and I've gotten like, you know, like my application has been re- it's just I think it's again, it's just slower down there. So I mean, you might got to you know what I'm saying? You probably, do you be telling the truth? Hold on. So the people can hear <laughs> the truth on your resume? Yeah. Why? See, that's why you didn't get a job. See? What do you mean? Like the location? No, you be telling the whole truth on your resume. You, listen, you gotta lie sometimes. Look, lying is bad when it comes to relationships and trust 
But any other timeline is good. Look, you lie to these employers. They don't like you. They don't care about you. You, listen, look, hey, you better go ahead and get that resume and tell them, I've been working for X, Y, and Z for about 10, 15 years because they're going to have to train you anyway. Yeah. And listen, no matter what job you get to, right? You could be an expert at it, but they are going to train you on how they want you to do it. So therefore, you're going to learn how to do the job anyway. So therefore, your experience really don't matter. Your experience only matters until you get in the door. Right. No, I agree. I think my issue is like, or what I'm thinking is like a combination of my resume says I'm from Boston and like I have all this experience there. So um, I think that a lot of times they're thinking like, oh, you know, it's it's a tough time right now to be having someone come from out of state and like having to pay for moving and all that stuff so i think that plays a part in it and it's just like the economy is kind of tough right now so um the job market is kind of iffy but i definitely understand what you're saying like uh, you better on that resume right? <laughs> you better be worried about your bag listen you can get some morals down the line when you pay like <laughs> yeah like whatever listen the people who get the people you got to pay every month, they don't care about none of that. They care about getting that currency, and that's it. They don't care how you get the money, as long as they get the money. Yeah, no, you're right. I uh, mean, okay, so you got kids? No. So you, you can move anywhere. You can move. You can move to the moon if you want to. <laughs> do you want kids? I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we nosy. I mean, critical view is nosy. So, no, I mean... <laughs> so where? Do you, okay. Where do you? Oh no, do you, you what, ask questions too. Where do you but, work, or what do you do for work? See me, I do armed security. I people watch basically all day, every day, okay. for and get paid for it. I mean, per, per usual. It's mm-hmm. very, very, very. I'm really, I really feel like I be stealing. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my bad. You know, and I know I, I work very hard, and I be and I, and I appreciate it because I, I I forgot I got some I had some coworkers that be listening to these podcasts, and and you, what do y'all rap me out? Guess what? God don't like ugly, so <laughs> therefore don't rap. Don't you, don't you rap me out? Okay, so I mean, let's see. Are you a are you a homebody? You like the club? You like the party? You like poetry? What do you like? What do you like to do? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a a homebody. I feel like, um, especially during like the summer or when it's nice outside, I'm definitely always outside. But, um, I I haven't. I feel like as I've gotten older, like the club scene is not as interesting, just because I've been there, done that kind of thing. Um, I definitely like to travel. Um, I like to go to like concerts or live shows. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I've done here. Like, again, like I said, a lot of live shows and like concerts or festivals or um just traveling. Honestly, um, that's why I wasn't able to do a lot this year. But okay, the year before that, like I did a lot of traveling. I went to the Roots concert. I went to um, okay, yeah. So I like doing stuff like that. Like, okay, yeah, that's the roots. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So where where is your favorite place that you traveled so far? Like. Um, other than other than North Carolina, yeah. So far, that's a tough one. I mean, I like Atlanta. 
I used to live in Atlanta, actually, too. Dang, yeah, but, yeah, I lived, I moved to Atlanta. Yeah, I moved there when I was in like my early twenties, um, for a little bit, and it was fun. Like it, Atlanta is definitely fun. I don't know how mm. it is now because I haven't been in a while, but. Um, it was definitely a fun. It was story. having hot girl summers before hot. <laughs> yeah, summers. pretty much. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think, listen, listen. I ain't gonna say. Listen, people who are very mild mannered in their early to mid thirties, mm-hmm. look, younger people, just know they ain't always been like that, right? Right now, because they didn't already got it out their system. Exactly. Okay, a little bit. You probably was up there. Uh, what was that? What's uh, what's it called? Morehouse. Was it Morehouse in Atlanta? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you was up there, Morehouse and Spelman yeah. and all that. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I ain't mad at you at all. Okay. So, what is what is your? If you had to give a uh, outlook, what are you? feel about the dating pool today i mean a lot of people say it's peed in a lot of people say it's got poop in it I mean, yeah um i definitely have heard people say that and i actually just did an episode about that too but um okay i'm gonna check that out yeah uh i don't know i feel like this year i haven't really been dating that much just because i've been focused on like work and all that stuff like trying to do all that but um I feel like when it comes to the dating thing, like you gotta just, it's about your mindset. Like if you go into it thinking that it's gonna be a bad experience, then that's probably what you're gonna attract. Um, but at the same time, like if you kind of go into open minded and knowing what you want and like standing on it and mm-hmm. until you get what you want, um, I think that's the best approach probably to have nowadays just because um yeah i mean i feel like the way the dating is now yeah this probably it's probably a little bit worse than what it was before like our time but at the same time like that's just how it's always been too at the same time if that makes sense like i'm sure there's always been issues in dating and stuff and, um it's just i think now it's just more highlighted because of social media like people can post Mm-hmm. what's going on versus like before you wouldn't know what was going on because there was no way to like you know what I mean know what other people were doing like that absolutely see I have a philosophy and you tell me if, mm-hmm. if it makes sense or it don't make sense see for me this is from like this from a guy perspective listen I'm just tell you it's from my perspective I it's not factual or anything like that mm-hmm. I just feel like for me out here you know I try to day every now and then Mm-hmm. But for me, it just seems like a lot of women, not all, but a lot of women, they, they're they looking for a puzzle piece. Like, for instance, they're looking for someone and how you would fit into their day-to-day life, but they don't really realize how they would fit into your day-to-day life. And they really don't care. Like, they don't really mm-hmm. do the due diligence and get to know you. Like, for instance, go on a date. I believe in the man courting the woman and the man leading, correct? <laughs> but that does not mean that when you're conversing that the man is the only one asking questions to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like happens a lot. 
So down the line, the man is wanting more from you and expecting things from you and all this because he's actually asked you questions and he actually liked who he sees, but you're you say you're not ready because you haven't even asked him what's his last name or you don't even know what he's allergic to, his food favorite food or nothing like that. Yeah. You've just been enjoying the way you have been treated and the way he makes you feel. And I'm not saying that you are wrong for that, but I'm just saying you can't get, that's how things get misconstrued and wires get crossed because it's just like, if you don't have that interest in them that they have in you, then therefore you shouldn't even let them in. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't entertain them at all. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely understand that. Um, And that's where it's just like, again, like you got to really like pay attention to people's actions and stuff right like um i think that there that, that definitely happens for that women do that like just date <laughs> to kind of because i mean I've, i feel like i've been there before too maybe not like stringing that far along but like <laughs> sometimes maybe like you'll you'll be in a space where you're like oh, you know what? i'll go on a date just to kind of mm. to go on the date and you might not really be as interested in that person as they are in you and then you kind of can just be like all right well judge off the experience and then go from there and decide if you want to keep interacting with this person or not um i think the problem like you said is where people don't um create that boundary for themselves and be like you know what i know i really don't like this person as much as they like me so let me just stop wasting their time and and let them kind of go do their, you know what I mean? Like find someone mm-hmm. that is more aligned with them. I think that not all women do that, but there are definitely have heard that women do that. Um, again, I feel like it just depends on the person and like what they're looking for, what they're willing to, to deal with. Cause for me personally, I'm not going to be bothered with someone that I'm not interested in. Like not only because it's, it's not fair to them, but it's like, I just don't enjoy not I'm not gonna say being bothered by that person but like mm-hmm. what's the point of interacting with someone if you're not interested in them like that like and especially if you know that they're interested in you like that if you if it's different if you guys are just completely friends and that's it but if you know that this person wants more than that why I don't know I just wouldn't put I don't I don't like being in situations like that I'd rather let that person know like what's up and then you know let them go on about their their way you know what I mean so fine because I would want someone to do that to me if I if it was the other way around like I would rather have the person be honest so that I can decide to to go on to you want to be with someone who's who likes you as much as you like them you know what I mean hey and that very rarely happened like I don't like for me for me I have a philosophy and and I get it but I feel like in order for a relationship to work, and it's not not this far, I just feel like the guy has to like you more than you like him. Mm-hmm. Not in a sense of, you know, liking each other, but I mean in a sense of him wanting to basically provide for you and sacrifice for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it has to be that way in order for it to really work, mm-hmm. you know, if you ask me. But it's just like, it can't be 75 25 no yeah <laughs> like it'd be like yo what is, what do you mean like you know and then i just feel like people put marriage boundaries on relationships and it just be so weird like 
Y'all be saying where y'all don't want to go or be taken to, or men be wanting women to, I guess, wash their clothes or cook for them and stuff. And that's cool every (laughs) now and then. But it's like, bro, you can't put these standards on somebody that's not your wife or your husband Uh because it's like, that's why y'all be looking at stuff and be like, oh, a marriage is really a piece of paper. But it's not, though. It's really not. Well, see, that's where, in my experience, I had I've learned that like you have to really have boundaries because that's a part of having boundaries. Like, I'm not, you can't do like wifely and like husband, you know, action. Mm-hmm. You can't get upset that you don't get to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I feel like before, obviously when we're like younger and your 20s and stuff like that, you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? And that could be for anything. That could be about abstinence. That could be just about again, like you said, like doing laundry or stuff like that. Like things that you personally feel a husband or a wife should do. Like you have to leave certain things for that level of a relationship. Um, it should just it should be like really like dating you know um mm-hmm. and again you have to do what works for you because sometimes people it works for people like that where they do those things they still get married Man. um but no nah, it don't work for them and i'm tired of, <laughs> i'm tired of people like this who do this and have children and don't be married and be creating these broken homes yeah i call them i call them community terrorists because they're tearing the community up from the inside out because you're creating these broken homes, you're creating toxic children, you're creating bad children, the children have no stability, they don't have balance between the father's discipline and the mother's love, and they're coming out here and they're being angry. I'm tired, listen, I'm sick and tired of y'all creating angry people for everybody else out in the world to have to deal with. Stop (laughs) making decisions, stop sleeping, matter of fact, I hope y'all sexual parts stop working. Listen, oh, because y'all need to learn. <laughs> you are not supposed to be out here creating these broken homes and making it for everybody else to deal with. Oh, well, I'm a single mom. I work all the time, this, this, and that. Yes, I understand. Relationships don't work out sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But women, do not kill me. Do not comment. Then don't talk trash to me. But listen, that's why you do your due diligence. So, yes, the man that you might be in a relationship, he might be a terrible person in a relationship. But you need to know that he's at minimum, no matter what happens between y'all, it's going to be a great father. Y'all don't be doing that. Men, y'all be out here saying, y'all got crazy baby mamas, all this other stuff. But guess what? You didn't think about that. You just thought that she looked good. Yeah. You was like, oh, she bad. You're right. She bad. And you didn't got her pregnant. Now you don't want to be with her. You don't want to be around her. She might be toxic. She might be about to shoot you, cut you, bite you, all this other stuff. Listen, that's why you take time. Get to know people. So us people out here don't have to deal with y'all's nonsense <laughs> that y'all created between each other. I'm tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it. And honestly, I'm going to say this. And me and my best friend talked about this. And me and my sister didn't talk about this. It's our generation. Our generation is what is wrong with the world today. People we went to school with, people we hung with, people we talked to. These are the ones with these 18, the, the what, what, 21 to 10 year olds that are terrible out here shooting people, killing people, fighting people, 
robbing, stealing, beating the parents up, cussing the parents up, all that. Listen, we've created this, and it's our job to fix it. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I mean, it's bad. <laughs> but we want to say, we want to blame it on this. Like, like, no, 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 no. We was out here being, being, being grown, mm-hmm. but thinking we was grown, and you wasn't grown at all. You did stupid stuff because I me, mean, I have no kids, and you know what? I'm not saying I'm better than nobody or nothing, but I just want to take this time to commend the people who actually waited to have their kids and actually built a foundation before they did so, not the ones who want sympathy because they're single parents. There's some people out here that deserve all the credit in the world for being single parents, but there's some of y'all that don't. Some of y'all just out here doing stupid stuff and y'all living y'all life and not even raising your kids, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Like, it's it's just bad. Like, it's it's terrible, and I, and I deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I don't deserve to have to be Worried about your your kid breaking in stuff and stealing something and all that. This is just stupid. Mm-hmm. And and druggies, like y'all got y'all kids are drug addicts. Y'all kids be on meth, pills, weed, alcohol, uh, uh, whatever the whatever the new names for all the drugs is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what name of them is. But y'all need to get these druggies and keep them away from me. Because when I had when I finally do have kids. My kids ain't having no friends. They ain't hanging out with y'all drug addicts. <laughs> y'all kids, listen, y'all kids is gonna be drug addicts. I'm gonna tell, look, I'm gonna tell my kids, listen, you bet not hang out with them, 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 and them. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you to your face too. Your kid is a drug addict. I didn't see them. I looked at them. I see them twitching, and my kids can't be around that because the, they got what my kids got one chance. <laughs> you got one chance to even be near some drugs. And you gone. You I'm you gone. I'm shipping you off somewhere immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Although you be home with me, no. Like nah, it's it's crazy. Well, man. how is the dating scene down there? I mean, I it, listen. For me, for me, it's like this. It's a lot of beautiful women out here. Mm. But it's it's like. Should I be controversial or should I should I just be PC? You let me know, and I'll be doing. You you pick, you pick the. You tell me, you live that. No, you pick. I want you to pick because. Just tell me what's up. (laughs) Okay, so this is what this is what it is. I feel like a lot of women out here they want attention and they want you to make them feel good, but they don't want commitment. And that's that's just the honest truth. Like they'll allow you. To treat them nice, they'll allow you to buy them stuff. They'll allow you to, you know, get some time with them. But guess what? They they focus. You know what I'm saying? Like their focus is only you when you are around. You know what I'm saying? Or they would entertain multiple people in front of you and say they're single. That mean this is my philosophy. Single people can do what they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But me as a man, I don't know how women think, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. But for me as a man, I don't care if a woman is single or not. I'm going to watch how she move. And that's one dictate to me if she's the type of woman I would want to deal with. Because you're single, but at the same time, it's not 
what you do is how you do it yeah. and how you proceed to do such things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you out here and you just doing things unladylike, you know what I'm saying? You know the type of stuff I'm talking about. It's just, like, I, you mean I like, like what the, if she's sleeping with different people? Nah, it ain't mean that. It's just like the the attention. Like for instance, let me see. Like say, uh, say social media. All right, let's take social media: Facebook, uh, Instagram, or Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So you see how somebody might post something saying, "Oh, you know, um, wish I had somebody to take me out." Or I'm hungry, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You hit that person up, right? And it's like you know that they sent that out to, I guess, indicate to multiple people that they want something from them. But for me, I'm just the type of person. If me and you, if I have your phone number, right, mm-hmm. and you need something, and you hit me up and say you need it, I will make sure you get it. But if you post, if you post something, listen, if you post something on social media, I'm going to just be like, yo, that's weird. That's attention seeking. If we didn't already create a, a, a kind of a situation, right? Mm-hmm. Say, say you, say for instance, you were talking to this dude. Y'all not in a relationship. Y'all ain't had no physical contact, man. But y'all talk, y'all text on a regular basis, right? Mm-hmm. And you just decided you was hungry, right? And you know what I'm saying? You. Would you post on social media you was hungry and he done told you multiple times. He done told you this. Like, yo, if you ever need something, whatever, hungry, boom, boom, boom. Let me know. I will cash up you or I will get you DoorDash or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Would you feel the need to go to social media and post I'm hungry or who trying to feed me or something, something, something like that? Or would you just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to just I'm already vibing with this person, so I'm gonna just text them and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? What would you do? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if they already told you to, <laughs> see, oh. but to, today is not. It's like I want to get reactions and I want to get attention from multiple people. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't like attention seeking people, mm-hmm. and it's like when you seek attention, that just means that you can become addicted and you can become different around certain people. I don't like people who can become different around certain people. I like, like I say, on a lot of episodes, I've said this multiple times. I can only hang around predictable people. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I gotta know how you're gonna move if I'm going somewhere with you or if I communicate with you because I don't like the unknown. The unknown is like, yo, I can't trust you. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And you can't really trust them because like are you you a woman? You know, listen. You know if you really wanted to go on a date right now, you could go on a date right now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand that, and you it should be like that because you know what I'm saying. Beautiful women have options, but what you gotta understand is if a man has a plan for you, he's not gonna be entertaining this. Oh well. Your option. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to be with you and they have a plan for you, then they might do that for a week or so. And after that, they're going to say, okay, well, guess what? She not trying to be what, what I want her to be. So therefore, I'm going to just move on. And that's what ended up happening with me. I just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just not, like, what I'm not, I'm not trying to 
do what you try to do, so I'm going to just move on. So, therefore, my attention goes that way, and then people be wondering, like, well, what happened? Mm. And I'm like, ain't nothing happened. I just got that vibe from you that you just want the attention. You don't really want the commitment, so, therefore, I'm going to take my attention and commitment and go somewhere else. Mm. So, you feel like, is that only your experience, or like your, your other guy friends feel like that, too? Like, a lot of down there dating, like, it's more so the women don't want to commit versus the men? I'm not even going to put that on the women. I'm going to just say this to women I've come in contact with. Hey, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm not going to say no blanket statements. Yeah. I ain't even going to put that on the women. Just the women I've come in contact with, it's either, it's either they won't, they, not, they don't want the commitment, they want to feel great by multiple, because you know, I feel like you bring different things out of different people, right? Mm-hmm. So, I might bring one thing out of you, but he might bring something else out of you. And if you like them both, guess what? That's cool. But I'm not going to sit there and wait for you to decide which one you like more. Yeah. I'm going to continue to do what I do and I'm going to just go ahead on about my business. And then the other thing goes around with it. I feel like that people like uh uh like I say, the puzzle piece is like, yo, I'm not going to be your puzzle piece. I'm not going to be something you create in a lab. I'm not going to be your Prince Charming. I'm not going to be none of that. I'm going to be authentic, authentically me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to treat you the way you're supposed to be treated. That's what I can guarantee you. All this stuff that you poured into, like you making this famous elixir. Matter of fact, a lot of women want to, uh, 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 what's his name? Stefan Arcade. You know how? He made the elixir on uh, Family Matters. Yeah, Stefan, the perfect man. That's what they be wanting. They, like they won't, they won't, uh, they want to be like Laura Winslow. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, Steve would have gave, he would have gave his life for Laura. But who does she want? She yeah. wanted Stefan. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. <laughs> no, I definitely understand what you're saying. I, I, I it's funny because I really did just talk about this, like how my experience. What I learned is, like, you really have to, and this is men or women, like, when you meet somebody or you're dating somebody or whatever, you really have to pay attention to who they are, like, today. Not who you want them to be or who you think they're going to potentially become because that's not always going to happen. And if you can be okay with who they are now and, like, them potentially not changing for the better or whatever then that that I would say go forward with it. But if you're going to, you can't be with someone and think you're going to have to change them. Like if you have to change them, then it's not the person for you, in my opinion. Um, people grow. And I, I think that you should let people grow and see how, you know, how it progresses. But if there's going to be more like, oh, I don't like this. Like if there's more things that you don't like about the person versus what mm-hmm. you do, then you probably don't like, you really probably shouldn't be with that person. Well, that's not the right person for you. You know what I mean? Because it, it it really is. You do have to accept people for who they are. And if that's who you, who they are is what you want to be with, then go for it. But if not, then I don't know. That's the <laughs> person for you. Like, cause then that is, that does become resentful on both ends. Cause then you, it's not, it's just, it doesn't work like that. And that's why it, I think, like you said, going back to what you said about the guy, liking the girl way more it's just it it's really true because if you as a like i mean naturally like the men 
you guys, you know, you're supposed to pursue and um, lead the the relationship as what you know what I mean like like you said like you get to know somebody you you'll know whether or not you take this person seriously if they if that's what you want to pursue or not and then go forward like it shouldn't be as a woman you having to if you gotta do all that like it's not the person exactly and it, and and it be too many combat listen and and, and y'all listen because I'm I'm gonna break it down to you I don't like combative women meaning. I like to have conversation with women, but I'm not going to be combative and we're just talking at each other and not coming to a solution. Yeah. And I definitely don't like disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like I be seeing the craziest, listen, the yelling, the cussing, the name calling, listen, any form of that. And I'm out. I'm not going to get it. Though. No, you shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to, but that's what it, that's what the, that's what they be on. Even women our age. And I'm just like, Mm. Why? Like how I, y'all be talking to these men crazy? Y'all be having these men talking to y'all crazy? Nah. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not with that. I'm not about to call you out your name. I'm definitely not about to put my hands on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be toxic. Or none, like you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not with none of that. So therefore, certain stuff when I hear it, when you ask somebody about maybe their past or something, and they say stuff like, and I know people change, but at the same time, if that person has no self-control, I can't be around you because it's like, yeah. what, what I'm trying to do in life, I can't have somebody like that around me or even in my space. I can't have you around because you'll be done messed up our whole future just because you got mad about something. Yeah, that's crazy. It's yeah. really about like being control of your emotions and like your maturity and just like again like if someone as a woman if if a guy that I'm dating relationship whatever if I feel like I'm more in my masculine energy by arguing passive combative (laughs) then then forget it like please yeah no please look hey I don't want to date no woman that has to be in their masculine energy ever. Yeah. Like if you gotta listen, if you ever feel like you gotta even get it out to that, leave me alone. Cause okay. I ain't doing I ain't doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause right. and, and and I say I say stuff like that. And women have gave me a lot of pushback. I'll be like, I just feel like certain things should be unspoken. Like if you see a woman carrying something. You should automatically offer to carry that for her. Right. I've done that. And women, why, why? You think I ain't strong enough to carry it myself and all this? And I was like, yeah. hey, like, what? No. I'm all set. It's wild. Like, because, mm. all right, because, listen, matter of fact, this guy, this guy I work with, he asked me a question. I told him straight up, like, when you're walking, right? I feel like you should walk next to me. And if we're holding hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, his girlfriend was basically leading him around when they were holding their hands, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it seems like nothing. But to me, that seems like a lot because it's just like, I'm the man and I'm the leader of this situation. Not saying, like, like and when people, when I say leader, I don't mean whatever I say goes. Yeah. I don't mean that at all. But you get what I'm saying? If you're walking with a guy, right? Y'all holding hands, y'all gonna walk next to each other. Yeah. 
how would you feel if you were leading him and pulling him along? Like, how would, how would you feel? Because no. I think when you say that, like, as for instance, if you're going through a crowd, like, I would want my exact kind of meets that to be able to see things before I do and to, you know, like, it's just like a protection thing. And again, why I don't, I mean, if I got to do all that, I could just be by myself. Like, That's what I'm saying. I don't got to do all that. But when I say stuff like that, people be like, are you a male chauvinist? And I'm like, no. I'm anything but. I just feel like that men should be men out here. Okay. I really feel like some things should just be like, yo, like that ain't, it just ain't that. Like some things should be already programmed in his brain. But because think about it, even when you're not, even when you're not in a relationship, I feel like you should already be doing things as if you are in a relationship like meaning Mm -hmm. you're a man so you should always be a man you shouldn't have to want to be a man when you get a woman yes like when you're a woman you should already be a woman why listen i've heard so many women say this to me and it really just blows my mind oh yeah when i find the right one i'm gonna be extra submissive and this 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 and this and i'm like they don't even make sense. Like, mm-hmm. if that's who you are, be that. Why do you gotta wait until you meet somebody to be who you are? That, make, that makes no sense. Yeah. No, I get that. That's interesting. What about as far as like, um, like a thing up here that I noticed when I came back up here, and not mm-hmm. not all people, but a lot of people up here, um is this idea of shooting your shot and it's usually like a lot of women doing that for the guys like up here when you go to events and stuff like that again i'm not saying all but my experience Mm -hmm. has been that guys do not approach women up here they wait for the women to approach them and or they won't say anything to you when you're at the event they'll like find you on instagram and then send you a message that way Instead of just saying something when you sent. I feel like that is very off to me. And that <laughs> to me, I don't like stuff like that. Like if you if that's how you're gonna start off, I'm all set. Like, because that's just I don't know. I feel like as a guy, you should still be comfortable to come up to a woman. I th- I think it's it's rooted in maybe just not wanting to be rejected. Um, okay. But okay. I think it's it's I mean everybody deals with rejection once or like you know what I mean? Like everyone's gonna mm-hmm. get rejected at least once. But um me personally I don't do the shooting the shot thing because I just feel like if a guy in my experience, any guy who's ever been interested enough, if they're interested enough, they're gonna talk to you. They're gonna pr- they approach you or pursue you, or whatever. Um, but I feel like up here that is just very much a, a, a big thing again not every person but it was definitely something that I noticed like when I first came back up here in the dating scene is like it's just a lot of like women shooting their shot and I I don't know how it is down there uh, me I'm just listen I'm a fan of men being men mm-hmm. but I feel like it, it, it's, it's like a very delicate like extra delicate balance like cause a woman she could make herself make it make it known she's interested without shooting her shot meaning i i'm not a fan of women approaching men mm-hmm. for one but at the same time you could give him a smile you could give him eye contact mm-hmm. you could give him a wave at at max you know what i'm saying anything other than that 
if she gives you the clues, it's your job to pick up the clues and then proceed and do what you need. Or even, or at most, introduce yourself. Right. If you introduce her, that's it. But her asking you for your number and all this weird stuff, like, that's very weird. And I feel like, what kind of guy are you that you even will want that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just odd to me. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? You just got to be observant and figure it out. Now, I mean, just dry going up to somebody and they ain't gave you no clue. I mean, you might be, you might be taking a risk, but it's like, I mean, life is all about risk. I mm-hmm. mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you never done before to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Right. So therefore, I mean, you can sit back. That's your provocative, but at the same time, doing that—that's corny. Like that's just like, for instance. I feel like today's age, what you said they be doing is like the back of the day when they used to send their home where to ask for your number. Yeah. Like, that's what it's like. Like, like yo, wait, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that ain't that ain't cool. That's like you 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 know what I'm saying? You basically saying your homeboy got heart and you don't. Right. So it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta you know, men gotta start leaving. That's all it is. Yeah. You gotta start and women, y'all gotta start picking leaders. That's just the way it go. Mm-hmm. Out here dealing with these wannabes and all these all this other nonsense, that ain't it. Because you gotta realize you like you like might like your little little thug, a little gangster, whatever, right? But you gotta realize you end up being with that thug, that gangster. Nine times out of ten, he might end up going to jail. Nine times out of ten, you might get pregnant by him. Do you want that man raising your son? Do you want that man raising your daughter? Absolutely not. But you get a thrill from him, though, don't you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you put your thrill. I'm about to get real controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm going to get real controversial. Women, do not tell me that your kids come first if you didn't do your due diligence in picking their father. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. If you knew that their father was no good and if he had previous kids and didn't take care of those kids or if he was doing you dirty and yet you still got pregnant by him do not ever use the phrase to me. Your kids come first because your kids didn't come first to you before you had them. So how they coming first to you after you had them? Mm-hmm. A- am I lying? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, again, it's just about making better choices. <laughs> See, like, I, I'm just saying, man. Listen, I, I'm gonna tell the truth. And then fathers, don't say you will do whatever you can for your kids. Don't say you would die for your kids. Don't say you would kill for your kids. If you're not making sure that you do your due diligence and you don't have to like that kid's mama, but you have to make sure that that kid's mama is in a position to be the best mother to those kids. Like, that's your responsibility. Like, don't think just because you're not with her, something bad can happen to her. Because guess what? Until your kid becomes grown, you are responsible for their mama and making sure that their mama is in the right position to take care of them. Yeah. And if you can't do that, you're not willing to make that commitment. 
guess what? Go get your vasectomy. Go get a plan B. Go use all these other different contraceptives out here and make sure that y'all don't have these kids because you don't have to have these kids. Yeah, that's the main thing. It's like, don't have, don't put yourself in a position to get in that position if you're not really seeing a person in that type of, you know what I mean? Like, in that light, if you feel like you... Pun intended, pun intended. Stop getting in them positions. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Y'all know we be y'all grown up. Don't don't act like you don't act like you know children. <laughs> hey, you as a child, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let, let, let's get back to this. Uh, let's get back to your podcast. Okay, so you said what was your last episode you did on? You said you did it about what now? Um, it was about dating. That like this post that I had seen. This girl was talking about dating today. Okay, like she was kind of similar to what you were saying, like how it's has pee in it and all these like negative things um that a lot of people say um and for me it was just like I kind of like I said when you asked me like it's about perspective like whether you think that if you think if you're going into dating thinking that everyone is that, that there's no one out there for you then you've already kind of really what are you going out what are you dating for then you know? what are you dating for yeah like the point is like to be open minded and to go into it believing that you can find what you're looking for um, and then to have boundaries until you like, you know, find that what you're looking for. I really, I think that people kind of this idea of like situationships and hookups and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, okay. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like you should do whatever works for you. Cause sometimes, you know, we just be, you're, you get into the spaces like that in life where you're like, you know what? I don't have, the capacity for a relationship, but maybe I connect with this person really well and we connect on that level and it is what it is type of thing. But um, if you, at the same time, like you have to just be real with yourself about situationships and what that is and, and you know, what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to say with that. But yeah, I was going to say like going into it, if you know that you want to date for relationship, like committed relationship or marriage and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. you have to be disciplined enough to be like, all right, you come, say you come across this person, this guy, and you guys connect really well, but he's not looking for what you're looking for. You have to be able to, you know, create that boundary for yourself being like, all right, well, this is clearly not the person that I should continue to take seriously like that because they don't want the same thing, right? 100%. You can't really force someone to do it, and you can't, like you said, like the like you were saying the example about the the woman not wanting to commit or whatever, or feeling like she wanted to have options and like being like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move on and go to somebody else because that's what we should do. Absolutely. Um, you you should go on until you find what you're looking for. But I think that sometimes people kind of let that mindset or that idea that people say about like dating and like, oh, there's no nobody wants commitment and stuff like that. You kind of can get you. It's easy to get in a situationship because you are not willing to wait or like, yeah. um, keep going and keep looking for what you want. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Just because you come across a, a couple of bad situations, you're like, you know, dang, nobody wants to do it. You know, I've I've been I've been in that space, like where you you know you meet these d- different couple people and it's like they're attractive on the outside, but you guys don't want the same thing. Hundred percent. 
keep coming across that and you're like, well, okay, is anybody want to do it? You know, does anybody <laughs> want in a relationship? And then you're like, well, you know what? You know, maybe I will kind of just, I won't, you know, you tell yourself I'm not going to be, I'm only going to do it a couple of times or I'm not going to, I'm still going to keep my options open type of thing. But it's, it's, we're human. Like you, when you start connecting with someone, especially sexually, like it is very easy mm-hmm. to become emotionally connected to that person and, they in this type of situation situation so um i think definitely having boundaries will help with that and it's not easy like i'm not saying it because like it's like it's a piece of cake it's not easy because we are you get older you want certain things we have needs like you you know what i mean like everybody Mm -hmm. has things that they want but um yeah it's it's not easy but i don't think that the dating situation in the dating pool is bad i think it's just people a lot of people have had a lot of bad experiences or have a lot of had a few like bad apples i would say or whatever which kind of like tarnish their idea um but i feel like with that that's when you it's okay to step back and be like you know what i'm not gonna date right now i'm gonna like focus on myself or um kind of like get yourself back to being able to date you know what I mean? Like sometimes you mm-hmm. still sometimes you have to do some therapy. Sometimes you have to, you know, deal with some stuff that's happened before you can go back out and like attract it. Because it's really much about like you as a. I'm speaking from a woman perspective. Like you, when you come out into dating like negative, you're gonna attract those same things that you're saying that you don't. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, if you come out to it, like, positive and with your boundaries and confident in yourself and you exude that and knowing what you want, then you will attract what you want. It might take time, but you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same thing for men. Like, you have to be confident. I feel like I've definitely come across guys, too, who, you know, they might be attractive physically, but, like, Mm -hmm. start talking all that, like, negative and, like, insecure talk of like oh all women are this like that's not a yeah. you know what i mean the same thing with like when women do that like oh all guys are not, like that's not that's not cute you know what i mean like that's not get you the person that you want i think that's yeah i think the key is <laughs> you have to have that person that you want to date has to have good people around them mm-hmm. like good friends not these raggedy friends out here who want to see you single forever because they're single forever. Yep. And that goes to men and women. Yeah. And it's like you gotta you gotta actually have quality over quantity. Like have certain conversation have what if conversations with the person. Mm-hmm. So you could try to gauge what their perspective is now, then the present and the past. So therefore you could actually see what their thought process is like whether they've grown from who they were, what like said, what kind of path they might take. Like just just different things. Like having thought provoking conversation. Stop worried about where you going on a date and start thinking about what you're going to what like what are your objectives and what are your goals for the date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care about going to eat or a movie and all this stuff. If we're not gonna actually be able to have a conversation okay if i'm seeing you okay yeah she's attractive but what else you know what i'm saying i want i want that what else like not like it's it's so many attractive people in the world Mm -hmm. 
if that's all you have, you have no substance, then I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? I right. dated for looks before, and it's like that ain't that's not my headspace no more. And for some women, they feel like if you're not all over them because they look good, that it's like something wrong with you, or no, it's just like no, like I I get it, you're beautiful, but it's like. I'm looking for CMs. I want something else. I don't. I, that doesn't move me to wanting to take you somewhere just because you look good. Because I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna be bored, and I'm gonna just be looking at you, and you're not gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, I'm not doing that no more. I done did that, and it was it was awkward. Like I, that's all because that's what I want. If I go somewhere, all I ask for is the basics. Of course, I mean for yourself, you gonna come looking good, smelling good, and great conversation. That's it. Mm. Um, like all the other stuff, I ain't worried about that. Right. Anything else, that, that's extra. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, no, you can't even bring the conversation. So it's like, why would I take you on a second date? Matter of fact, okay, I got a question. Mm-hmm. If you had a bad date, a bad first date with somebody, would you be willing to give them a second date? Well, it depends on how bad the date was. Like what? Like what happened? Okay, so this is let's say like you're reasonable because me. I don't, I couldn't do it, like, because it's like, (laughs) (laughs) because think about it, think about it, you, you had time to prep and prepare for this day, and I understand, nobody's perfect, but it's just like, I, I'm gonna be mad, now, if I waste my time twice, it ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be nice, because it's like, you don't make you don't waste my time twice. But so what's happening was, on the date that's so bad? Like, what do you mean? Like, is it like they just had like bad conversation or something? Like, you was bored or bad conversation, bored, bad energy. Um, matter of fact, I talked to a couple friends back at, back, and they told me, "Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong." Because they didn't tell me I was very wrong, and I don't I don't get it. So you go on a date, and you walking up right, and you see the guy. Do you greet him with a hug, a handshake, a head nod? What? Like, what is your way of greeting a man that you're coming to be on a date with? Oh, I mean, I would be say hello with a hug. I mean, <laughs> I would assume that if you're, yeah, I mean, you, unless, <laughs> I don't like, yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe you, unless, you, unless you met like through a dating app and this was literally the first time meeting them and maybe you just don't feel comfortable. I could understand, but even still, like, I don't know. That's weird. See, that's what I'm saying. I said, listen, when I greet women, I greet women with hugs. They told us, nah, what if she don't feel comfortable hugging you? Or what if she got some uh, trauma? And I'm like, listen, if you come somewhere to eat with me and you don't feel comfortable enough to hug me, why you on the way driving there? You can turn around and go home. Because, listen. I'm not I'm not forcing you to come nowhere. Yeah. But I'm not about to dap no woman up or give her a head nod and we're supposed to be going on a date. Like that's weird to me. And I was like, yeah. at church people hug for no reason. Yeah. Or you said, Oh, you know, like even if you started out with a handshake and you said, Are you comfortable, you know, with a hug or something? I mean, I get it, like people's comfort level, but again, like like you said, if if we're dating, if we're going on a date to potentially see if this can grow into something, like eventually yeah. you would have to be physically 
I, I don't. That's weird. That's interesting. I, I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't say weird, but that's very interesting. It's weird. Nah, it's weird. You I've had never, it right. I've never done that. If I'm going on a date with someone, I'm gonna. I I would assume that I'm physically attracted to that person. I'm excited yeah. to see that person, and I would want to give them a hug upon seeing them. Exactly. I'm not gonna give you a head nod or like dap you up. I'm not doing that. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, like, that means I don't like you, and why am I there? That's what. That's all I'm trying to. That's what I'm saying. Nah. <laughs> You would wear my hug type dude. And I'm like, yo, okay. That's what, no. like, what are you doing? I think that's just like a normal wow, that's interesting. I've never heard that. And I've never <laughs> been in that situation where I've ever what? <laughs> if I'm yes. if I'm feeling like I have to give you a handshake or dap you up, then I don't like you. Exactly. That's like if we at work. Like that's like a work greeting. Yeah. I'm gonna shake your hand because we at work and I don't want no physical contact with nobody at work. But if I'm going to consume good, good cuisine with you mm-hmm. and we going to converse, why? Like, what are you yeah. talking? I ain't talking about no, in, you ain't got to be intimate or nothing. No, this you don't have like to make that with the person. But I mean, a quick hug is not going to, I don't, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and again, I understand that people have boundaries too. And maybe like you said, that could, that should be expressed exactly. before, you know. That should be expressed with you turning around, going home, and getting because <laughs> like, I won't even be offended. I will be more yeah. offended if you, nah, I don't hug. I'm like, wait, oh, I'm because that's gonna throw my mood off. Because I'm gonna be confused, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like, yo, what, what what's up? Right. So is this a meeting or is this a date? Like, yeah, like it's you, you done, you done, you done threw the whole mood off. Mm-hmm. The vibe is gone. No, I definitely understand that. So, uh. Would you date a man with kids? Um, me personally, I have not. Um, I've been able to kind of avoid that. Um, avoid that? I say, I say, no, I don't want to, just because that's just not something that I've wanted to do. I mean, I obviously, if it's the person that is, if I feel like it's someone that I really connect with like that, and yeah. we're on the same page <laughs> and stuff, then I guess, but. Me personally, in my experience, I have not dated anybody with kids. Okay, hypothetical. So if you if you couldn't avoid it and you found this guy and he really was intriguing, right? Mm-hmm. And he happened to have a kid. Would you prefer his kids to be older or younger? Doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't matter. It would more so be like for me, I would feel like that person would have to be. It's kind. Of, I don't know. I guess it's kind of harder for people who date with kids because I feel like, from a woman's perspective, dating a man like you would have. To, I would have to see that you really are taking this really serious because, um, you kind of come like coming in with a with something. Now, like, bag it. Does say the b word. Say the b no, word. No, I wouldn't say no, that. No, say that. You have to be no. You would have to be on the same page with me about certain things, like certain non-negotiables. Like, if you don't want to have more kids, then I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not not interested in you because I I don't I don't have kids yet, and that's something that I want. If you don't want to have a committed relationship, then I'm not. You know what I mean? Like certain things like that, where I feel like that goes for whether someone has kids or not. But when someone's coming in with a child, like you have to pay attention to the way that they are approaching dating because. They're at the end of the day, they're responsible for their child. And I would think that as a parent who's dating, like I would want to 
be serious with who I'm around and dating, and especially if they're going to be around my kids, because mm-hmm. that's, you know what I mean? Like, you're responsible for your child. So those are the things that I would pay attention to. Like, is this someone who's just like, you want me to meet your kid, like, after only knowing me for a certain amount of time? Like, that's a, something, like, I'll be like, all right, that's kind of interesting, you know? Or mm-hmm. if this person's like, after just, you're not really seeming like you wanted to commit or have a relationship, that's something to pay attention to too, because again, I'm not saying that people with kids, you should have to go into another committed relationship, but it's, I don't know. I think it's just important to pay attention to how people move in that aspect of, you know, at the end of the day, you have another, you're responsible for someone else and you're responsible for who you bring around them and what type of relationships and stuff like that, that they see you in. So yeah, I feel like to end, like, I hope I'm answering your question. Like, I'm open to it. Oh, it's not something that I have personally experienced because I don't know. I feel like I just have, I've definitely been in a situation where I have connected with someone who had kids, but I knew coming into it that I wasn't taking that person seriously. It wasn't just because they had kids, but it was other things about them. Like, they weren't someone that I would be in a relationship with. And I already knew that, but, um, yeah, I feel like just from my experience, a lot of people that I have dated with, they just don't have kids. Um, but I don't know. It's not like I'm avoiding people with kids. It's just kind of how, like, it's kind of how it played out. Yeah. You know, you juking people out that got kids. Like, oh, no. (laughs) But no, but they, 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 listen, people with kids, listen, I have no issue but y'all do got to realize the kids are baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, but it's not even, it's not necessarily the kid. It's the prior relationship that created the kid. That is something that is, can be somewhat un, like unappealing, if that makes sense. Like knowing that you have to deal with another whole adult that's it, yeah, with this person. It, it, just, but, I think well, it's just so, it can be, I, again, I think it's up to the person, like, if this man has created, like, really strong boundaries with that, mm-hmm. the person that they had kids with, and yeah. that's evident, then that's appealing. But if it's like, oh, you know, this murky type of situation, I'm all set, because you're not I, really I, being serious about, like, you know I feel I mean? like it's easier for a woman to date a man with kids than a man to date a woman with kids. Because I feel like, I feel like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these men out here, they don't really have equal custody with their kids. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you could go, depending upon how much free time you have, mm-hmm. you could go months, weeks, days, years without ever seeing their kids. Because they might have their kids certain times during the month like mm-hmm. every other weekend bi-weekly all time you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. so therefore but if a woman got kids nine times out of ten she's probably the primary care person right so it's it's different like you're gonna have to come in contact with these kids one way or another or you're gonna have to get things postponed you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice all types of different things, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm not saying you shouldn't have to do. I mean, because it is what it is and you choose to date them. But it's just like, it's just different. And then I've been told this, like I said, 
I understand. But for me, this is how I would want to move. If I date a woman with kids, which I wouldn't date a woman with more than, um, I ain't gonna put the number out there because I, there, my, which is no, I already said it up. But listen, I just feel like I want to us to establish a foundation first before we even plug the kids into the situation. Yeah. Meaning, why? Because I, I heard people say, yo, if my kid don't like you, we can't be nothing, we can't do nothing, whatever. And that's, that's your decision. That's whatever. I'm not going to judge nobody. I ain't going to say nothing about that. But I'm just saying you shouldn't merge both of them and say, when people say we're a package deal, I don't really like that term because I feel like that's a forced thing when you're saying we come as a package deal. Yeah, I feel like you could do things for the mom so it makes it easier for her to be able to do things for the kids so therefore you're you treating the mama right is going to benefit the kids regardless you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so by trying to directly connect that man to the kids i feel like that that right there is an early mistake that a lot of people make because I want to actually build something. But even if I have kids with somebody, I have a wife, right? I don't want our relationship to be revolved around the kids. I want us to have our own relationship. And I want us to have a relationship as parents as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, these things don't have to be joined together. And a lot of people join them together as if that's how they have to be. But they don't have to be that way at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we can coexist without having to be, oh, we a blended family or we're this or we that. And like all these terms have been thrown out, and then people wonder, well, dang, why we no longer like each other? Why we no longer do that? Even with kids, when you got kids, you should do things separately with each kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them have their own bond with you. Right. Therefore, when you do come in joint company you don't have to worry about that because y'all have your own understanding you know what i'm saying right but people don't do that they just want to, oh let's just throw it all in there trying to make gumbo all the time like you can't keep <laughs> making gumbo <laughs> yeah you can't make gumbo out of every situation right no i definitely understand and that's why i say like you have to really it just really depends on the person, like on your preference and like what you're willing to to do. Because I feel like it's a lot. That's a lot coming into a relationship to get. You are trying to get to know this person, and you're trying to get to know their kid, and trying to make sure that they're comfortable with you. And right, it's just it's a lot. And it's again, I'm saying that it seems like a lot because I've never been in that situation. Yeah. Because I just I just haven't. I've always and that's also it's like I feel like I've uh, I don't know I just. There are definitely people here in Boston who have kids who are my age mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just I've tended to like somehow connect with. She's telling y'all, don't even try. It. She, 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 listen, I've only connected with people seat, who don't have kids. That's just the best. Listen, I, if she people car seat <laughs> in your back seat. <laughs> she going the way, yeah. Yeah. Y'all better know that. Look, car seat. Oh, she jumping over the car. She going by. 
Mm-hmm. Also, it's like, I think it's, again, it depends on the situation. Like the, the person that, you know, I might end up having kids with and being in like relationship with might have already had a kid, but maybe <sighs> something else that about the connection, but it's just, yeah, I think it depends on tough. the person and like what that person is showing you. And like, if they're, cause it's like, if you met the woman that is all package deal for you, but she has a kid, you're not going to say, Oh, I'm not going to be with her because she doesn't have, because she has a kid. Like you'd probably still give it a chance. So would I, would I, I would say I never say never, but at the same time, like, would, you have yeah. to have bound. Like you said, if there's a certain right. amount of kids, like you, some part, like I'm not gonna be with someone who has a certain amount of kids. Then you have to stay. That's fine. It's okay. I think yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, people have to realize that it's okay to to be in situations like us where we're single with no kids and not want to date somebody who has kids. It doesn't mean oh. that something's wrong with you. It's just mean that yeah. you're not the the person for me and why would you yeah. want to force someone to date you if they already express that they're not interested if i don't know i feel like if you're someone with kids and you're single dating you want someone who's interested in being around or dating someone with kids if that makes sense 100 percent. because you again you have to be your priority is making sure that your child is safe and like going to be treated right so if you're dating someone who's already you can tell they don't want to be bothered with someone who has kids that's something mm-hmm. to pay attention to, you know, like. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's let's switch let's switch uh, gears. Who outside of, let's say, an immediate family member, is a big inspiration to you? Um, inspiration. I don't know. I mean, I want to say my friends, like my best friends, just because like I am really close with them. Like I know pretty much everything about them and vice versa. Like I can talk to them about whatever. And um, we, I've seen them go through things and grow things Mm -hmm. and just they're really strong, like loving, great women. Like, Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I take like friendship and stuff like that. Not, I wouldn't say I take it. I wouldn't say I take it seriously, but in the sense of like, I don't. I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, I have all these friends. Like, if I'm calling you a friend, especially a best friend, like you're more so close to me. Yeah, like a family, like a sister. And yeah, I know that you're gonna show up for me as much as I would show up for you. So, um, and I would, I like admire just like I said, the women that they've become and like that they're becoming and um they're supportive and stuff like that so i would say like my best friends um okay yeah shout out to the best friends (laughs) okay so as you were growing up in the cold freezing (laughs) your toenails off in boston (laughs) what did you want to be like what was your dream job as a kid like what what was you what was you thinking yeah. life was gonna be like um honestly i wanted to be an artist i like i really liked to draw and paint and stuff um i did that like as much as i can remember as a kid um and in high school too like i took classes at um mass art which is like a, a arts art college up here okay um so i was really interested in it but i think that um when it was time to like go to college 
mm-hmm. I had influences of like, you know, family and stuff saying that you have to pick something that's gonna, you know, get you money. money. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you, it's not just family, but just like, you know, you go to school, they tell you the same thing, like, make sure you're picking yeah. something that's gonna be, that you can get a job with and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I would say that is probably why I didn't go further in art school or go to art school. Um, I feel like I probably could have and still <laughs> would have. You know what I mean? Like it was. So if if you could not, not say, listen, I don't use the R word. Mm-hmm. So if you could do things differently, mm-hmm. would you go to school for art? Yeah, for sure. I think I would have taken art a little bit more seriously in high school and really tried to at least try to apply to art school and I think if I had gotten in I would have tried to go yeah I would have probably went to art school so do you do you still do you still do art are you still draw paint yeah I, I, I recently I would say like once I had a lot a little bit more time on my hands from not working mm-hmm. I started getting back into painting and drawing okay I'm gonna have to see something that works <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know. Like any kind of artistry, like musicians, Mm -hmm. like artists, painters, whatever. Like I really, I'm really like uh, amazed by it because people like that are like so creative, and it's like Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's kind of like they become one. Like it's like. When they locked in, it's like something you ain't never seen before. Like it's it's like, you know how you watching a movie, like you watching a great actor like Denzel Washington or something like that. Yeah. Like he actually like everybody think he was Lonzo. Like he was Lonzo yeah. on trading day. Like, I love that tell, movie. <laughs> you ain't about listen, you ain't about to tell me that his kids ain't never seen Lonzo before. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, you ain't man, listen. I ain't about, but so that's what I'm saying. Like when you see an artist. It's like you know them, like you could know them, know them. Mm-hmm. But when you when they doing what they passionate about, what they feel like is their purpose, it's a whole different person. Like right. they really be different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, the, the same could be said just for like you and I doing, you know, podcasting. That's a form of art too, and true. like you put your passion into it, and you have to do the research, and like you know, you have to navigate, connect people to like. Podcast, you have to promote yourself, so it's a form of art too. Um, you're speaking, you're like sharing your views and your opinions, and stuff like that. So that's a form of art too. Absolutely. I mean, see, I guess my art is conversation. Like, I love having conversation. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of people probably tell me I talk too much, and I'm <laughs> a, I think like I think a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I just like to see things from other people's perspective right. because you only get to live the world through your eyes but see that's what that's why i started this podcast because it's like that's what it's called critical view i want to take a critical view into how you view the world and your perspective so maybe that could you know put me on to something that i ain't even never thought about or it can help me dig my heels in into what i already know you know what i'm saying like i just want to know no i definitely agree um and that's why i like doing the podcast and like connecting with people and talking to people because yeah you learn you learn from different perspectives and different viewpoints it's helpful to see through other people's eyes too 
Okay, so where where the Black Hippie Lounge come from? What what what's the where where did the name come from? Um, I honestly was just like uh, brainstorming, really, um, and thinking about myself. I would say I would consider myself somewhat of a of a hippie. Okay, I have a lot of hippie like. I guess ideas or like just ways of life um and then I just thought of like lounge like the the way that I wanted the atmosphere I guess of my podcast is very like lounge chill like just having a conversation type of vibe so um yeah that's really just kind of how it came to mind I was just once I thought about you know doing the podcast um I just kind of was brainstorming about what I want to call it what I want to talk about stuff like that and it kind of just yeah, it just kind of just came to my mind, just thinking about myself and, um, you know, the the type of uh, environment or vibe that I wanted for the the podcast. Okay, so I mean, you know, y'all trying to have y'all trying to have us over there one day? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm bringing. I'm a, can I, can I bring again? Can I bring the co-host? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. We gonna <laughs> we gonna be over there. We gonna <laughs> we gonna wear our hippie clothes. We gonna have the <laughs> We're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna bring, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we're gonna bring some energy. We're gonna, we're gonna definitely make it do what it do. Yeah. And, you know, create some more history. That'll be good. Okay. So, I mean, we, we're gonna wrap this up soon because you're probably busy, you know. <laughs> but let's see. What is one thing, like, what is one of your goals that you're working towards? now mm-hmm. that is not close but you're willing to put the work in to accomplish it um hmm. I would say I have a lot but like I would say the podcast like I put in the work as best as I can now just because this year has just been other stuff has personal stuff has you know, taking time from me to be able to keep growing the podcast, but I would love to to keep growing my podcast and eventually, like, get it on, like, I feel like it's on major platforms, but you know what I mean, like, really making it a big... Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, so I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping you get that. Like, I'm telling you, like, let's, I just, listen, I just, I just, hey, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to definitely try to help you in any way possible. I appreciate cause... you. Got some great content over there. Yeah, you know? like if I could make a living off of doing podcasting, I would love that. Or if that was like a big part of my way of, you know, yeah, I mean, way of being. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would say that, and then just you know, um, growing. Just keep growing. You know, I feel like really, I think it's important to have goals, but I think it's also important to just realize that like life life be life in and it's gonna be what it's gonna be you know but you know what i mean like we can plan all you want but yeah life one you know definitely life yeah <laughs> <laughs> life undefeated y'all gotta yeah life got hands and <laughs> yeah. okay well i mean Glad to get this collab, Black Hippie Lounge, mm-hmm. on all your major podcast platforms. Yeah. This is Critical View, you know. 
we're going to have the co-host next. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So look forward to us collaborating. Yes. And get other great episodes. Mm-hmm. Definitely bringing y'all the truth. Mm-hmm. Definitely bringing y'all laughter. Yeah. <laughs> y'all thought-provoking conversation. Yeah, this was, it was a good conversation. And, you know, like I always say, we get last say. And if we ain't never talked about it, it ain't never been talked about. <laughs> if we ain't discussed it, it's never been discussed. And always, we get last say. Well, unfortunately, that's the end of today's episode. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate the reviews, the comments. Keep them coming. All reviews and opinions are appreciated. Always want to get better. Always want to, you know, do what's wanted. So, until next time, I appreciate you. Have a good day.